I'd like to set the context for this out of something that has um, impressed me for years and years, ever since I read it, I think when I was still in seminary. It was a book uh, by Morris West called The Shoes of the Fisherman. In there, there's a pope that is sculpted much like Pope John the Twenty-Third, and a paleontologist that was a lot like Teilhard de Chardin. And in a conversation the two of them have, uh, this pope, whose name was Kirill, says, a man like St. Francis is a Sisi, for instance. What does he really mean? A complete break with the pattern of history. A man born out of due time, a sudden, unexplained revival of the primitive spirit of Christianity. The work he began still continues, but it's not the same. The revolution is over. The revolutionaries have become conformists. The little brothers of the little poor man are rattling alms boxes in the railway scare or dealing in real estate to the profit of the order. He laughed quietly. Of course, that isn't the whole story. They teach. They preach. They do the work of God as best they know. But it's no longer a revolution. It's no longer a revolution. Why? I think of the passage of the challenge the Spirit gave the church at Ephesus in the book of Revelation. I know your good works. I know your patient endurance. But I have this against you. You have abandoned your first love. If it's no longer a revolution, somehow we've abandoned our first love. There's no longer that inspiration, that spirit guidance that we once had that was the dream. This is a real challenge for many of us who are professed religious in the Franciscan way. I was talking with a novice some time ago. He had quite a conversion experience and had entered the order but he found that the order just was more or less sapping his spirit rather than encouraging his spirit. And to make a long story short, he left. Uh, and so when we look at our life today and the challenges to get back to the real enthusiasm that the spirit gave to Francis for his day, I think of one of the admonitions where Francis warned against, quote, those religious who put to death the letter, who are not willing to follow the spirit of the divine letter and instead wish only to know the words and interpret them for others. And another admonition, he says, it's a great shame for us, the servants of God, when the saints have accomplished great things and we only want to receive glory and honor by recounting them. So if we've left our first love, and find ourselves overly defined by our works, then our doing has replaced our being. This puts our spirituality, our Franciscan spirituality, at stake. A retreat is a great time to reclaim and reaffirm our first love. And this CD series on the retreat is going to invite us to reclaim and rekindle and redirect or, or reaffirm our unique Franciscan way of letting the Spirit and Spirit's activity guide our life. This is a passage that we find in all three of the rules 
where Francis Clare said that we are to desire above all else to have the Spirit of the Lord and its holy activity define who we are and what are ultimately our spirituality. Spirituality uh, has a, a unique direction that Ron Roheiser talks about that I like to adapt. It's, it's spirituality is how we direct our desires. For Francis, who said, this is what I desire, living the gospel, is ultimately linked to our attraction from and toward the spirit of the Trinitarian God. The idea of spirit here is not the Holy Spirit of the Holy Trinity as much as the Trinitarian reality, this connectedness of love that is at the heart of our spirituality. In very